Hello, everyone. My name is Joe Morton, and welcome to my podcast, A Cup of Joe. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you spending time. This is a 98 Studios production, and grateful for this studio, grateful for this time, and thank you for taking the time to be here today. I am super thrilled to be with my guest today, Dr. Michael Henderson. We're we're friends. We've done a lot of endurance events together, I guess you can say. Yes, we have. (laughs) Including this morning when we just went... Did a little run in the mountains. It was amazing, right? So beautiful. So beautiful. Oh, gosh. Just like wanted to keep going and keep going. It was so, so wonderful. Resides in Texas with his wonderful wife, Rachel, and their four children. Um, Is a board-certified medical doctor. And also just recently got another certification, board certification. Yes, sir. Tell us about this. It has to do with six pillars of health. And you were telling me about it on the run this morning. And I'm super thrilled. I was like, well, maybe we should just pump the brakes so I can hear more (laughs) about it on the podcast. Yeah. So let me just tell you how it started, right? Like I was in residency training for that uh, half Ironman or full Ironman that we did together. Yeah. And I remember I was biking up this. this Oh, you're talking the James Lawrence one. Yes. Okay. By the way. I'm doing the full one, you know, like we talked about that, but we did the half, we did half (laughs) of it the first year. It was the inaugural year, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Gosh. It was awesome. Epic. Yes. That was amazing. So grateful I could do that during residency. Mm -hmm. But I remember going up this mountain biking and listening to this audio book that was like 20 plus hours long. And it talked about blueberries for recovery. And they started talking this like food, food, food to help with endurance, to help with mood, to help with sleep, to help with longevity. I'm like, this is, this is like monumental. I've gone through already, what, six years of medicine training and it's good stuff. It's the physiology of the body, but now seeing, look, there's meds. That's great. And look at these blue blueberries simply after training increases the natural killer cells in our body to fight infection. Because as you, as endurance athletes, you more than me, you're, 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 you're weakening your immune system after these long rides, these long runs, right? Mm -hmm. You knew that, right? Mm -hmm. And then learning like, Hey, have some blueberries. I'm still learning this, by the way. It's so fun to just learn all of it. I know. I know. And just to feel like you've got this machine or this huge miracle that you can kind of fine tune. It's so cool. So I was was just riding up this canyon. It was the fall. It was just beautiful foliage learn about these blueberries i'm like there's more to this i have to learn more to this and so i learned about this author can i say names on this podcast or michael Greger, right the godfather of whole food plant-based lifestyle of food as medicine of lifestyle as medicine and so i started learning this and devoured his book multiple times pun intended and then learned that he actually helped start this college the american college of lifestyle and medicine and I was like, I, that's my tribe. Like, I want to be a part of that. But you have to be a physician for a number of years practicing before you can become board certified. So count of the years is kind of interesting because I kind of felt like I didn't forget about it, but I forgot about being board certified. But anyway, more and more as you're in this realm, you hear about it more and more and more. And I was like, I'm going for this. And this last year was the year. So I went to a conference in Denver, which was phenomenal. I could tell you so much more about it. But then I took my board board exam just a couple of weeks ago and got my results. And I was so excited. We were driving here from Utah. I, every day, multiple times, I check my email. It's like, did I pass? Did I pass? It rocks you. After you take it, you're like, there's oh. there's no way I passed this. And I, told, I came to my wife. I was like, hon, thank you for supporting me like, if I don't pass, can I please take it again? She's like, of course. I was like, I love you so much. So anyway, I, we were, we were half, we were like almost out of Texas. And I saw an email from ACLM opening is like, congratulations. And I just let out the biggest yell. I was like, my wife was driving. She's like, what, what happened? <laughs> I was like, I passed, babe. I'm board certified. And anyway, that's amazing. That's so funny. Did I even tell you like what it is though? I was, no, that was your like, question. Tell, like, tell, <laughs> tell us about it. Like right. you were telling me that there's six pillars involved yes, in it of, of overall health and wellness, totally. you know? Yep. So it's, and, and it's so neat that you, you have to be a physician. You yeah. have to be a medical doctor. To, to be board certified or board, diplomat of American yeah. College of Lifestyle Medicine. Yeah. 
Excellent. So tell yep. us about it. This sure. Is so- yeah. So the six pillars are first whole food, plant-based food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just go through all the six pillars. Second is um, physical activity. And the thing about each of these pillars is they're, they're like ingrained with science. Like the data of it is just huge. It's massive. So that's kind of where these pillars come from. It's not like, oh, you know, you know, sure, somebody just thinks this is cool. Let's do this. It's like, look at all this literature. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, and the stress management, not stress reduction, it's managing it, right? Mm. Sleep. Um, relationships like human connection, um, avoidance of risky, risky substances. I feel like I'm missing one, but anyway, those are like, those are like the pillars. Okay. And the basis of it and the, and the premise or the, the, the statement is, look, you can 90 to 95% of chronic diseases can be reversed or prevented utilizing fully these six pillars. And you talk about you talk about the uh, the the money that's poured into chronic diseases. The number one killer is heart disease, and one of the founding fathers of this, Dean Ornish, did a study that showed: look, we can reverse heart disease through lifestyle, through a vegetarian diet, through walking. I think it was an hour a day through psychology sessions, mindfulness, and you do this for months, and we're seeing the actual plaque in the arteries of the heart diminishing and the arteries are opening up, opening up. I mean, this is like giving people life back, right? Like this is getting to your daughter's graduation. This is to see your grandchildren and them marrying. Like this is deep. And as a medical doctor, you see that. I mean, it's the number one cause of death, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I, I was with a patient just like two weeks ago that just had a stroke who had uncontrolled chronic diseases. Mm-hmm. I was like, if we don't manage this, this is what happens. But it's just, it's the trick is connecting that for patients because a lot of people are like, look, if it's not right in my face, it's not happening. It's hard to get into the body and see the progression of diseases. Whereas a physician, I'm like, look, I have 50 other patients that have been on that same road. You are know exactly where that's leading. And on a selfish on a selfish basis, it's like, kind of blessed or lucky, like I see what happens. So I'm not interested in going that direction. And I am blessed also to have like a lifestyle, a wife that cooks amazing whole food plant-based recipes and meals. And I have carved out time to exercise. And Anyway, I'm grateful I can live many of those pillars. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of these pillars, sure. if that's okay. Like the, the whole food plant-based diet mm-hmm. that you're discussing. Um is there any, is there, is there any other, is there any, any, any animal byproduct in there or right. permitted in within, within that? Good question. You know? Good question. Cause there's vegetarian, which would oftentimes include eggs and dairy right. and right. Um, talk to talk about that a little bit. Right. And this is, this is an area that I would say I have a lot of grace towards because I've never been whole food plant-based my whole lifestyle. I grew mm-hmm. up. Relatively standard American diet, white rice, you know, barbecue chicken, Mm -hmm. roast on Sundays, like, Mm -hmm. and then my dad read the China study when he was hella skiing with a bunch of buddies and he's like, I'm done eating meat family. And we're like, dad, where did this come from? Right. And then I was like, it's a good book. Yeah. Well, it's an amazing study. Mm -hmm. Great study. Yeah. It's awesome. And so I was like, that makes sense. Maybe let me go a little less meat. And then I got married to my wife and she, she grew up in a meat eating home with a lot of dairy. I mean, Joe, we'd blow through, you know, those huge blocks of cheese you can mm-hmm. buy at Costco mm-hmm. or whatever. We'd blow through that. And we'd blow through milk, you know, this married newlyweds in like a 500 foot square foot home and we're trying to stay alive. And then I'm not eating a lot of meat and she slowly cuts back. And then this How Not to Die book. So when I was trained, I was, that's when I read it, right? I was kind of keto. I would, before my run, bikes, I would guzzle whole cream mm-hmm. just to like have energy and try to like mm-hmm. have the, for a 50, mile bike ride. But then I read it. So anyway, I slow, the, the, the point of it, it took me like nine years to slowly inch to where I am today. And I've been getting health benefits all along. And along that same line, there was back to that study with Dean Ornish with the arteries of the heart they showed that even mild compliance still helped. And so one, 
trying to fulfill one of those pillars of social connectivity where it's like an understanding. It's like, it's okay if you're still eating meat and you're trying to cut back just a little bit. That's okay. You're making progress. Mm -hmm. And this is great. And yeah, we have like a gold standard or like a major goal, maybe like, you know, to summit that mountain. Mm -hmm. Is that to say that one step at the beginning of the mountain is any less than at the top? No, it's the same distance and you did it. Mm -hmm. And so for someone to think, oh, I can't live, you know, like the perfect lifestyle and it's not worth it. No, that that's a discouraging thought. That's not productive. And any improvement towards that is beneficial. So within that though. Within what? Within that, um, the dietary part of sure. the nutrition. Talk about processed foods. Oh, <laughs> because you're saying whole food, whole food uh, diet. Now that that would imply, I would think, you got to be a little cautious about let's process food. Brother. Let's talk. I mean, <laughs> sure, let's go for it. Yeah. All right. So, and when I say processed foods, yeah. we're talking like packaged. Well, food. okay. So there's the processed scale comes from Nova. Nova is one of the, one of the base. They, they said, let's, let's, let's get what does processed mean. Okay. So let's go through that real quick. So non, no, first of all, there's four steps. So non-processed would mean as it grew. Yeah. Right. Like pull cabbage out of the garden, non it. God put it on this earth this way. Perfect. Mm -hmm. That's non-processed. And then you have processed culinary ingredients. And that would be like flour where you've got this whole grain that I'm going to mill. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what are some others? Just basically making things that to be able to bake, cook. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, processed corn ingredients. Then processed food is where you have a whole food and you add salt, sugar, fat. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's processed. And then you have the ultra processed. And that's where you think of the power plants, the, mm -hmm. <laughs> like these huge manufacturing food group, like companies that will ultra process this food. Why? It stays on the shelf longer. Okay. Mm -hmm. And sure. Like you could think like, Hey, maybe they have some kindness in their heart. Like let's send this ultra processed food to a third world country. And it's still going to be good when it arrives and it's food. Right. But whenever you add like artificial colors, artificial preservatives and then you totally change the texture and the coloring and I already said coloring, but like the texture and like well, form the of the food. fact that it lasts for <laughs> like weeks or months or years. Years or decades. Or decades. Yeah. That's ultra processed. Yeah. And they just did it. They, there was a study that showed whole food plant-based lifestyle benefits of longevity and then even ultra processed vegan food, okay? Because vegans like, hey, I'm vegan, I'm being healthy. But if you eat ultra processed vegan food, your increased risk of heart disease or death is 16% increased. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's yeah, like- because because you could be a vegan and eat chips. Eat crap, you can eat Oreos. You, know, Oreo. you can yeah. live off the sugar aisle, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. So the- and then, so that's what we're talking about with processed. Right. But I loved what you did. You took us through that because I've never thought about that. When I think of processed, I think of the Oreos. I think of I'm trying to down Oreos. I'm going to want to have Oreos come after me, but, um, or just crackers or whatever it is that's, you eat it. You just know that it's not, it's not the way it was. It wasn't planted in the, uh, in the garden that way. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. I thought about starting a diet like the Adam and Eve diet, right? But it's yeah. like, anyway, yeah. but it's interesting because I feel like there's so much psychology behind it that first of all, like you feel the love of your parents caring for you where it's like, Joe, let's make, I mean, your parents are an anomaly because of how healthy they were and how they raised you. But for the typical American, you even hear, just listen to it, right? Like parents or grandparents speaking to grant to their grandchildren. Oh, you're eating so good. You're a good eater. And it's like this, it's like this badge of honor. It's like, there's my ribbon. I am a good eater. Mm -hmm. And what is it? Well, eat all your hot dog before we give you, you give your ice cream. Yeah. And so there's a psychology behind it with, I want to, I've got to, oh, there's so much to this, but like, I've got to eat 
all my food. I've got to eat a hearty meal. I've got to eat these things. And therefore, it's almost like we're appeasing our ancestry by eating a certain way. And I feel like in many regards, that needs to be broken. One, because we're not, we don't have the same food availability as our ancestors had. Mm-hmm. And two, it's, some of it's not true. Mm-hmm. We're eat this hearty meal and mm-hmm. yeah. you're going to grow up to be big and strong. And it's just like, it's tricky. so much to unpackage with that. Nice pun there <laughs> because it's so deep mm-hmm. as a physician. You got whatever, 15 minutes with a patient, which I hate. I don't like at all, but to be able to help them realize that certain things they are eating are beneficial and to help teach them rules and ideas and analyze what they're eating. Right. You and I were talking this morning on a run how your mind has been totally open with chronometer, right? Mm-hmm. Chronometer is that app of tracking your food. And you're like, whoa, look at that macro. Whoa, look at those B vitamins that are mm-hmm. loaded in this food and, and how that beneficial that is. But normal people don't track food in that way. And it's they're like, I don't want to take the time to do this. Like, does it really matter? Mm-hmm. And it does. <laughs> because our bodies are designed to have a certain amount of protein, carbs, and fats and and but they're, but they're not all made equally. Agreed. That's completely agreed. That's kind of what we're talking about. It's just not all made equally. You could say, and and, and there's some arguments, oh, a carb's a carb. Mm, I just don't think it's all equal. A calorie is a calorie. You know how they track calories, right? You know where that came from? What a calorie? Do you know? No. You know, so the word calorie to you is, so what they do is they burn it. They light the food on fire. That's what really? a calorie. Yes, brother. Really? It's from a bomb calorimeter. They put this food in a controlled encaps, encapsulated thing that has like a specific amount of gas. So food can burn and they see how many degrees of of a cube of water it can raise. And that's a calorie. Interesting. Our bodies don't light our food on fire. <laughs> so to equate that with like health it's just but it's what they've had and it's stuck right Hmm. isn't i don't know what are your like i i didn't know that that's what a calorie is i didn't know that and it and i I just don't i don't agree with the whole just calories it cal it doesn't matter calories are just calories but uh they're just not all made equally Mm. that's that's my opinion and that's my but share that but chronometer yeah chronometer chronometer c-r-o-n-o meter. yeah i have been using macros it's like an app that just says and i like it it's great but Mm -hmm. uh, chronometer is allowing it just goes deeper it goes deeper with the micros that you were talking about and helping me understand it a little and it and it includes my exercise and Mm. and takes into a lot a lot more into account that's the one i recommend for my patients is it oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and how do you what do your so let's let's explain it for the guests. Sure. Chronometer is is an app that just allows you to track mic- macros, but it doesn't. But the micros they extract it from the macros that they're taking. Correct. Well, it comes from scientific databases. Oh. They have specific nutrient breakdowns of all the food, and if you'll go into certain food, you'll be like Apple, and it will go with different databases you can extract your data from. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have them all specifically tip my tongue, but it's it's different like nutritional resources that have, will pull in all the macros and micros. And just for those that are listening, they don't know macro micros. Macros are protein, fat, and carbs. Micros are the nutrients, the sub, the the vitamins, the minerals. These amazing things that usually we don't track. So with an apple, if it pulls that apple, yeah. whatever it is, medium size apple, sure, yeah, it's going to from their database. Yep let you know what kind of nutrients you're getting from that. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. And what's so cool for my patients and I, I love helping having them track food and just keep it super simple for them. But then for them to start seeing, whoa, I'm eating a ton of fat, you know? Oh, totally. I'm I'm eating like 200% my daily value, like what I should be eating of fat. And we can go down and look at the food and show how much fat it has. It's really... It's really empowering, um, but it's really fun to go through that with patients with disease reversal and they use that app and then we just go through day by day with them. Mm-hmm. But what's really cool is when you see they start the micros, like the nutrients, solo, solo. We can go into this. I love this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you go into the micros, 
yeah, the micros are low. And then as they start eating more whole foods, fruits, grains, legumes, veggies, fruits, herbs, spices, nuts, seeds, the nutrients just are huge. They're soup. All the bars are green. The micros are all green. And it's like, look at all these nutrients that you're feeding yourself that you need to sustain life, regenerate your cells, improve your eyesight, so many amazing things. And that's, that's to me, that's the data. That's where it's tangible to the patient. They can't look in and see their arteries and the degradation that they're causing by their food, but they can see those green bars just moving across as they have a whole food plant-based diet. And are you, then you see, you have the opportunity to see them weeks later, months later, and do you see the progress that they make when they start to eat more? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And the people are like, oh, I feel so much better. My energy is better. And that wasn't even what we were going through, going Mm -hmm. for. Or they're like, hey, my, I'm sleeping so much better. Or my mood is there's studies on mood that even whole food plant-based diet is better than some of the med, many of the meds we have, many of the meds we have. Those studies for that, those meds are not fantastic, but it's easy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm grateful that it does help individuals with mental health, that some of those meds even do help. You couple that with some of these pillars and it's, it's awesome. It's, and it's so fun, Joe. That's like why I went to medicine. That's mm-hmm. why I became a doc. That must be really enjoyable for you to see that kind of progress in a person. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, what they're up against every day is so, so much. Because as soon as they leave you, that gravity's pulling. Exactly. Oh, yeah. They got their social media apps on their night in their bed that they're looking through, which is destroying their sleep. Their relationships, which are hard to navigate. <laughs> relationships are hard to, to kind of manage. Mm-hmm. And then the marketing the marketing world for your food is ridiculous. And so much comfort comes from being oh, yeah. in that food environment. Yeah. Good and not so good. I mean, it can be actually good. Yeah. I want to dive into that in a second, but from a, from a, because there's a social element of things. Totally. And social is good. It's one of the pillars. It's one of the pillars. But if we're socially around the wrong types of foods sure. that can gravity pull us. Yeah. And it's hard too with marketing. It's so strong Mm. and they're so crafty wording things just the right way. So individuals look at the front of the package and they're like, awesome. This is following one of Henderson's, you know, pillars that he taught me or, Hey, it's, it's vegan. It's plant-based. And you look on the back and the ingredient list forever and it's crap. Mm -hmm. It's like, sorry, they got you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I think teaching some of those basic skills the improvement from it is huge. Again, an Oreo can be plant-based, considered yeah. plant-based. Um, it could be. I think well, more I vegan, know, I think I maybe. I don't know plant-based. Vegan. <laughs> I guess it's, <laughs> yeah. Let's look at the back of the package. Yeah, 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 exactly. I only use that as an example because sure. I've, I've listened to other people share that. You yeah. Know, where they say, or a chip, for example. You can eat a whole bunch of chips. Yeah. Get a whole bunch of calories in there. Yeah. Again, going to that whole calorie thing. Yeah. Okay, it's calories. Yeah. But so the, so the next, that's probably a good place for a person to start, but the pillars are all very important. They are. But like I was sharing this morning, there's some pillars you get a whole lot more bang for your buck from. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, what's helpful is getting a guide and also being honest with yourself. What's a realistic pillar to work on? Mm -hmm. You know, I've got loved ones that sleep is a big issue right now. And that might be something really helpful for them. Um, and just as another aside, individuals with obesity, um, that have obesity Mm -hmm. that are not getting good sleep and therefore they're eating a ton because they're using food to keep them awake. They're using food to have that energy. They're seeking energy and they can't get it from sleep. So they just food, food, Mm -hmm. food, more obesity. And then if we focus on that and realize, look, you've got obstructive sleep apnea, you're waking yourself up five to 30 to 80 times an hour. Your body's waking itself up. You're not going into REM sleep. You're feeling like junk in the morning. Let's work on that. I mean, I just had a patient I talked to before I came to Utah and, and their life has changed, right? He's like, I feel like a million bucks. I was falling asleep multiple times a day. 
and we're working on uh, reversing prediabetes and we're doing, and, and he's doing awesome. And, and he's been working on this, but we worked on sleep, that one pillar. And now they've got a BiPAP, right? And he just feels so good every day. It's easier to eat healthy. It's easier to move. It's easier to stay awake. It's easier to be connected. You're not falling asleep doing podcasts or mm-hmm. <laughs> falling asleep talking to someone after lunch. Mm-hmm. So it's important, I think, or you got to be honest with yourself to know what pillar is right for you at this time. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think having a physician board certified in American College of Lifestyle Medicine is helpful or other individuals that understand these pillars because they're to sustain life. Well, we talked about this this morning. Um, and I was mentioning that I've got a nutrition coach that I'm working with. Vic, mm-hmm. he was on this podcast with me um, and who also is plant-based by the way. Um, and, uh, with having that, that's an important thing to have a coach that mm-hmm. can talk, work you through. And as a, as a doctor, that doesn't happen as much with doctors to be a coach. Yeah. Like, no, to, like, so, no. I, so congratulations. Your, well, pa- your patients are very lucky. I'm, lo- I'm lucky. I'm lucky and blessed to have them. They inspire me. Like there'll be, there'll be times I'll walk out of a room and just have tears rolling down my eyes. Because of the fight that they're putting up in their life. You know, you think about privilege of having someone that's cooking a certain way and a happy marriage and kids that come home. And when you come home, daddy, I love you. And then to hear that all that they have going on and they want to improve. These people are champions. And you're just like so inspired by them every day. Mm -hmm. And it's also like, I'm just grateful for life, like to breathe mm-hmm. when you've got a patient that unfortunately from probably parental, not a great example and where they lived, but they've smoked for 40 years, two packs a day and can barely breathe. And then you just, mm-hmm. you got to take a big deep breath and you're like, my lungs work great. I'm so grateful. And it just, deepens your desire to help motivate and inspire others to have those same results of health. Yeah. That must be so rewarding for you to be able to see them go start applying the principles and the different pillars and then come back and just say, thank you. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's like you said, I can tell you take that responsibility seriously. I do. I've cut like, I, my time with my patients is higher than other docs and you cut it, you take a huge pay cut, right? In American model, the more patients you can see, the more meds you can put people on, the more money you make. I can bill a higher visit if I give them a new medication. I don't know if you knew that. I can bill higher. Mm -hmm. I can get more money from the insurance company if I give a medication. But if I talk about someone and help them set a smart goal, you know, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant time, time, uh, has a time component to it. If I sit and do that for 15 minutes, what do I make? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Squat, I lose money. But that's why I became a doctor is to actually help people and help them progress and live a more fulfilling life, a healthier life, because how you feel in your health totally affects your brain. If you don't have your health, you don't have much. And you ask someone, when they're having a heart attack, what's the most important thing to them? Oh, yeah. And when they don't have their health, all that they want is their health. But I think there's one more step. There's It's health so that you can be a better dad, so you can be a better mom, so you can be a better employee, a better sister, a better community member. That's That's the ultimate. And I think that's where a lot of these health um, programs miss the mark is a lot of their, their goal is health. Okay. Let's get your, let's get you dialed in just right. So less heart disease dialed in just right. So your diabetes reversed, but I think it goes a step up. You know, what you're talking about here is it's, it's not just in increasing lifespan, but you're talking about health span. Absolutely. Talk us about, like, that's an interesting subject that you don't hear a lot about. We talk about lifespan, lifespan, right. lifespan, well, which catchy, is great. And it's sexy and it's like, but, whoa, it's 
I achieved 100. Anyway, sorry. But you're helping your patients have health span, not just lifespan. Because what is also one of the top killers? Accidents. I got a four-minute drive from the studio, right? Back to where I'm staying. I could die. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if I can connect with you right now, like, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing else going on right now. It's like you and I, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's why I think you got me in trail running. Like, you can be on that hill, on that mountain, totally absorbing every second. You're the one that got me into not wearing headphones up there. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, because you're like, I like to just hear the birds, like to hear nature. That's connection, man. So I mean, powerful. that is so zen. Is. That was our sanctuary this morning up there. That was so amazing. At one point, it was beautiful. Like, you just went, oh. Dude. Was, we were up on that hill looking down over the valley. Oh, my gosh. That was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so, why that's why the health. Mm-hmm. If I couldn't run, I can't have that experience with you. I mean, we could probably do something different. But mm-hmm. – is but you so, can be with your kids, you know, you can spend that time with your kids. That health span is so important because you're not just l- extending life, but now you can be with your kids and, and do what you wanted to do, you know? And that's one of the first things I'll do with patients when they're like, I, I want to, a lot of people are like, I want to lose weight, Henderson. I'm like, why? Uh, I want to, I want to fit my clothes. I'm like, buy bigger clothes. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I'm just like, buy bigger, like, Okay, like, um, what are the other things? Like, and so they'll say some of the things, but I really challenge them. Like, why? Why? And we get deep, deep, deep. And then there's like a moment you can tell where they're like, I want to go to my grandchild's graduation. It's like, really? How bad? You're just digging it up, right? Like, I want to extract your deepest so you're why. you're going to their why. Totally. That's where we start. Because if you're, if you're dallying up in like, the weight loss or I want to like, like just some of the, like I want to have better numbers or blood stuff. It doesn't really last that long from what I've found. Mm-hmm. It's because there's a lot of, like you said, gravity pulling you the opposite direction. We got marketing polls, we got advertisements, we got mm-hmm. social media, everything pulling them away from that. So I want to really extract the deepest why as possible. So then the why can help carry them through the different pillars, the, the, the nutrition side, the, the, the fitness, the mental health, everything, totally. the relationships even. And when they're able to see improvement towards their why, you can really sit there for a while and it gets really amazing, like euphoric feelings for them seeing achievement towards that. It's like each step on the mountain. Mm. They look back, they're like, whoa, we've, we've come far. Whoa, this feels good. I like this. It's helpful to be reminded of that. Wow. Yeah. So let's talk about a few other pillars. I mean, th- I think it's a good place to start with nutrition. Just my 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 upbringing, my yeah. my belief system, because it doesn't mean that everyone has to start there. But because just by you know making a few adjustments here, you do everything. Let's start start sleeping better. You, you can exercise. You can actually get a fitness program and so forth. And you start to see the world a little differently. That's my, my experience, but you got fitness. Mm -hmm. That's going to be something that you're going to, and people can start at all different levels, right? Of course, because not everyone's going to start up here. They're going to start wherever they can start. Yep. And is that, is that, do you give them any particular direction or is it just depend on the individual? Yeah. Um, start with what they already know. There's a lot of people that know things and, you know, we actually do like a fitness prescription, the studies, so awesome. yeah, like, yeah, I like my new prescription pad. Um, and there's studies that show that an individual that has received a fitness prescription by a provider will increase their physical activity up and they'll double their vigorous physical activity or excuse me, moderate intensity physical activity after six months, they'll double it. So there's data that shows when a physician's able to write an actual prescription with them, that their physical activity will increase because like how many times and you know, I get it, right? I know why doctors do it, but many times, hey, exercise more, eat less, right? Like you hear that a lot. But if you're able to sit down with them and talk about the frequency of exercise, the intensity, the timing, mm-hmm. and the type, that's what it is, fit, F-I-T-T, you're able to then, now it's tangible. If I were to say, Joe, all right, so trail runs, because you love trail runs. Mm-hmm. What about three days per week? 
moderate intensity. Moderate intensity means you can talk or have a conversation, but you can't sing. You and I were at moderate intensity because we didn't stop talking our mm-hmm. whole run. Zone two. Yeah, loved it. <laughs> we were, right? Um, that's moderate intensity and timing. Let's say for you, that'd be about five hours, three days a week. No, I'm teasing. It'd be, let's just say like an hour mm-hmm. and um, we got the type. So frequency, intensity, timing, and type. And then there's a couple other things where you can do variability and kind of progression, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, and I'm able to write that down and give that to a patient. Say, I'm excited to see you back in six weeks. I'm excited to see you back in three months. And you find that compliance has increased. That's amazing. Oh, like, of course it would. Because yeah. they want to, they're getting a prescription from you. And, but my biggest hope is Direction, that, really. Yeah, my biggest hope is it comes from them, though. And that's where the trick and that's where it really takes extra time is asking things in such a way that they're able to say, they're able to say, uh, oh, no, I really like this. I want to do this. And I've had some where I'm like, all right, that sounds cool. Like some of my patients are like, I love Zumba. And I love Zumba in my house and I love dancing out. And I'm like, all right, I would not have thought of that. I'm grateful you're coming with it. How often do you want to do it? And then they're empowered, right? Like I came up with this. So. Well, it does need to come from them. I Why? mean, all of us, everything needs to come from us, you know? Why? Because <laughs> we hold the key to our success and our health and 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 it it should come from us, I think. I agree. But um, But to have a doctor, a physician, an expert to be able to say, here, this is what we need you to work on. That's really helpful because you don't get that from the medical community very much. Well, it's tricky and I... There are some. There are some, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. That's uh, that's fantastic. Like I said, it's my honor. Yeah, I'm grateful for it. I love that attitude. It's beautiful. So uh, nutrition, we talked about nutrition, the fitness part of things. Um, let's uh, dive into relationships, for example. Sure. Because that's Im- so important. Science yeah. is becoming, studies are showing more and more yep. that our relationships, we are social creatures. I mean, yep. yep. And the longevity factor as well, mm-hmm. that when you have a sense of purpose, which I think that kind of ties into relationships and meaningful social connections, your longevity is even improved. That's part of, that's part of the uh, blue zones. Mm-hmm. That's, you know. Oh yeah, book, big part of it. Yeah. Which it's part relationships are one of the factors that they find is helpful for longevity and depth. And even think about it, like, why would I want to live longer if who I'm with is not enjoyable? Mm-hmm but you've got awesome relationships. Like, yeah, I want to be around with my son, right? I'm working out with him and his arms are like super small, but I want to keep working out with him and I love being with him and I want to see him progress to be strong and capable and a future provider for his family. Like, cause I love him and I'm close with him. But if I weren't, I don't know. I just feel like some of that why is a little crumbled a little bit if you don't have like deep relationships, mm-hmm. but yeah, science is great to support relationships and help with longevity and health. And also to help a person achieve their goals. Oh, great point. Yeah. Absolutely. Like being surrounded by people that are going to support you. And I mean, mm-hmm. to have a, to have an ex a medical professional like yourself, that's in and of itself is big to know that they've got a coach there that's going to follow up with them in, mm-hmm. I don't know, a couple of weeks, a month. What, what, uh, what's a good time that you would give a person? Yeah. It just depends how intensive the uh, recommendations are. Mm-hmm. If it's, if they're making a lot of changes sooner, mm-hmm. but if it's just a little tweak here and there, it's okay. You know, six mm-hmm. weeks, 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. So how do you encourage depends. people to be around others yeah. right? and that's social? Is there, yeah. is there a trick? Cause some people don't have that as easily available. Yeah. yeah. For what aspect? Well, like to improve? To, no, to have generally. relationships, oh. relationships. And is there anything that yeah. you can tell a person like this is yeah. a good way to go about? Yeah. Or, I mean, I mean, family's a good right. way to start. Yeah. But maybe a person doesn't have that, you know? Well, it's funny. There was even a question on the practice board exam with there's an individual that lives in a, in like a gated community that is like, like not a nursing home, but you know, where you can live in like an assisted, not assisted living, like but like 50, 55 and right, above or something. Like a senior citizen yeah. mm-hmm. place to live mm-hmm. and doesn't have a good relationship with his daughter, doesn't play bingo and do the other things at those facilities. But what's one thing he can do to improve his relationships? You want to know what it is? Yeah. Waving at everyone he sees. That simple. And I don't know about you, but when I'm on a run and I see a fellow runner, I mm. love saying the best. 
I take out my AirPod, AirPod or AirPod, whatever, mm-hmm. and I'll say hi. Mm-hmm. Just because like it, it fuels me mm-hmm. and I hope it fuels them. But that's one of the way simple things. Say hi to a stranger. They actually show the reciprocity or the duration of positive influence goes three degrees. Wow. Like, Joe, you're the man. Like, love being with you today. Positive vibes, totally engaged. That's going to go to three people beyond you. Mm. Wow. That makes me want to reach out more and to do more things for other people. And how does that feel? How does your depth of life feel as you're reaching out to people? Your, Your purpose and your meaning of life? Deep. So there really is something when people say, Smile, it passes on. It reminds me of a really good book that I read, Positive End. <laughs> yeah. That's your book, That's, just for anyone listening. I love that book. Maybe oh, you feel like closer you. to you. And I was like, that you would put your time and effort in helping other people know the benefits of being positive. Like that says a lot to your your character and your purpose, which well, thank you. You're that's probably kind. why I love being around you, dude. <laughs> thank you. You're very kind. But yeah. you're right though. Like you when you're when you're in a in a running, you're running past people and someone says, hi, boy, it's just like, Hey, hi, hi. Or someone encourages you. That's one of the great, you know, when you're on an event, when you're totally. doing an event and totally. people are like cheering you on. Totally. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Totally. <laughs> Feels good. Doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And so with everyday life, we can learn something from that. Like us passing it on and also receiving it. Cause I think there's, there's a humility in receiving it and saying, thank you. You know, I think that that helps with the personal relationships too. Agreed. So, um, you mentioned, uh, mental health Mm. and mindfulness. You Mm. kind of threw those, we've been talking a lot about different things, but can you touch on that a little bit? Totally. And, and how important that is for a person's mental health and their, the way they see the world on a daily basis. Absolutely. Let me give you an example and just check this out, okay? So we do this in the positive realm, you and I, but I'm going to flip it on the negative realm, which a lot of people do. So the benefit of looking at your thoughts is huge, is huge. And whenever I teach someone this, like they'll have like a moment of reality of like, whoa, this is so cool. I mean, I mean, I'm even thinking of patients right now that I've been able to help with this. And they're like, this is so cool. And it, a lot with mood disorders, you know, anxiety, depression, OCD, a lot of other things that this helps with. But let me, I'm going to get to this example. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one statement you may say, um, um, for instance, like today's the worst day. Okay. So when you break down that thought, you realize there's part or partial non-truths in that. This is the worst day. So there's a category of, of framing these types of thoughts. It's called a cognitive distortion. Okay, stay with me because this is like, it's tricky, but when you come out of it, it's really fun. So break down that thought. This is the worst day. Worst is an all or nothing thinking. Okay, so you've just had that distortion. Who says this is the worst and who is the, who determines what is the worst? Also, um, filtering out the positive. You didn't say anything positive that has happened today, right? So you dissect that thought and you, you label a few of those distortions, calling them for what they are. And you realize I have shared some partial truths. And then you open up that statement a whole lot more. Well, today I got in an argument with my husband, right? Today I got in an argument with my child and I have felt very, very um, diminished because of that, right? Low vibrations, whatever you want to call it. And I got a dent on my car and I'm really frustrated about that because I care about that, whatever. Mm -hmm. So now you're opening these things. What else happened? Actually, I had a really good breakfast. The sun was coming through. I closed my eyes. I looked up at the mountain and then looked up at the mountains and it just was a really neat moment for me. So you're dissecting your day now and now you can get a more accurate picture of the day. I'm really frustrated. I dented my car. That's going to be expensive. That was a, not a good uh, interaction with my son. And I did raise my voice and I knew I shouldn't have. And his art point of the argument was a good point. So see, I'm dissecting the day and you can, emo- you can feel how it's different. 
So today I had some rough things happen. I'm grateful for that moment during breakfast that I had. And I'm going to focus on some positive future experiences from the day that I get to have now. So now immediately you've gone, that today's the worst day, to a more accurate thought and it's more propelling you forward. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And now you think how that's going to affect how you're going to eat. And if you're going to feel like going on exercise and if you're going to binge on social media because you're trying to get a pick-me-up versus connecting with people you're actually with versus getting a good night's sleep. And so my, my, the, my belief and the studies support much of this is that, that at the foundation of these lifestyle pillars is mental health. Interesting. Wow. And as you mentioned, be able to just almost like you stand back a little bit and look at your thoughts and dissect them. Wow. Yeah. You just made me think about things completely different. Dr. Henderson. Thank you. <laughs> this is amazing. Wow. But can I just add Please. one thing? So what's fun, like in this moment, like as patients or someone listening or anyone that kind of has these aha awakenings, now's the time to set the goal. Like right now where, and you, and you make it measurable, make it specific, achievable. And this is where we get the growth. Like right now you're at the moment of like, I want to improve one aspect. And it may be as simple as I've got, you know, my go-to protein bars that I have every day. Let me see if I can, let me substitute a fruit in instead of that protein bar three days a week for the next, next month. That's it. That's it. And that is how you achieve the pinnacle is in these moments of excitement, in these moments of like, aha, set a goal. Cause then it becomes in stone and becomes something you can actually achieve. Mm-hmm. Cause it, it, you know, you can have these moments, patients are, we're in the exam room and they're all pumped up. They walk out and what do they do? They drive past 10 stinking fast food restaurants and they smell it. And they're like, kind of hungry. I don't have anything on my hand on hand. And then they feel like a failure because we've been pumped up and now they're not excited to come back. And then it turns into a no show. And I know why the no showed, you know? And so the moment is if, Hey, if we set a goal and they're like, I'm hungry, I need to go to that fast food restaurant, but I still have that goal of three extra fruits, you know, a week, which might be for someone, a huge stretch. They go to that fast restaurant. It's like, that's all I know. That's all I'm doing. I'm working towards it. That's okay. And they feel okay with it because these lifestyle pillars, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of interactions we have with them each day and guilt, get it out of here. Like there's no room, there's no time for that. We ain't got time for that. Like, let's get that out of there. Let's focus on what you can change and what you are working towards and what your goals are and see the progress. See the progress towards your why, see the purpose that you're living and how it's working towards that. Yeah, there's a billion other things we're going to work on. We'll get there. Don't worry about that. Let's work on what you can control. So the bigger goal out, out there. Sure. You break it up into stepping stones course. along the way. And you know what? We're going to fall. We're going to fall. There's going to be tripping and skin knees and maybe even rolling down the hill a little bit. That's okay. That's part of it. And it stinks and it's hard. That's okay. And again, this goes to the mental, mental health aspect. Let's learn from that. It's only a failure if you don't get back up. It's only a failure if you let that keep you down. And so let's find out what your strengths are, not what's wrong with you, but what's right with you and learn how to get back on that path. And maybe that's not the right path. Let's go, let's go traverse a little bit. Let's find this new one. Anyway, mm. I love this stuff, Joe. I'm so Whoa. passionate about it. I love it because it just like, it's like deep. It's like purpose and like people find so much more depth. See how it's like, good we have the macros and micros and that's important but why are you doing that and how's that changing your life how's that improving your relationships and mm-hmm. anyway mm. yeah wow how lo- how blessed you're i and i and i i love how you say you're blessed to be their physician mm-hmm. but how blessed they are to have you oh. boy that's thank you that's beautiful i've I've thoroughly enjoyed this moment when with being able to be together on this podcast and running this morning, which we're going to try to get in Absolutely. another one. We've got to we get another to. one in before you split to Texas, no, back to Texas. Love it. Um, real quick. I'm so grateful for this time. 
Thank you, Dr. Henry. Thank you. To Thank you. Pull away from from your family time and while you're while you're in town. I really appreciate it. And and the friendship. I mean, we had done all these events together in the past. We did Doxa, we did uh uh the Salt the Salt Saint, Saint. And we did uh, of course this epic event that was crazy. By the way, I'm gonna have to do that whole sp- swim in the dark you had the swim really? in the dark remember you had been, i didn't realize it was dark yeah you I had were, a small wetsuit on i felt like i was gonna hyperventilate and die <laughs> and there was like waves like this high and it's like come to my mouth i was like i remember i remember you leaving it was like dark and i'm like oh poor, poor michael has to take the dark swim no. you know but by the time i got in there the sun was starting just barely started as to it should up. have for you yeah, just, just a beautiful to, sunrise just to jump in up. that nice water i i will say i I'm so grateful for you on many, many levels. But when I got off the bike after that bike portion yeah. and I passed on to you yeah. and you did the first running, I couldn't even walk. Really? Yeah. Cause it I was never that, knew that. Cause yeah, I was like, I was laughing. Like I couldn't even barely, I was just sitting on the ground. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad. You did Michael. 13 miles. Of well, I got the chance. I got the chance. After. It was more that my legs were just, you know, they were just. You had a ton of elevation on your bike. Yeah, it was crazy. You had, you did way crazy. more elevation than I did. Thank it's crazy. you. Uh, not much though. I mean, you had quite it's a like lot too. 2,000 more than I had. Crazy. That was a that fun, was so that was a fun. fun event. Like so grateful for that. Um, so a couple quick rapid fire questions. Yeah, at please. The end. I'll be quick answer. What's your, uh, what's your favorite season to run in? I mean, right now you kind of, you're living in Texas. Yeah. So it, it, there's seasons. Yeah. yeah but, there are, and I, I, I thought the right answer would be like, whatever season it is. no, I, I, um, I like fall just because it's like some conclusion. Cause that's like, I love working out hard with endurance sports in the summer and then fall is kind of like, all right, it's coming to a little end. So I like fall. It's also cause you're hit a couple of climate, like, yeah. you know, um, it's you're so at your highest too. fitness. Yeah. I love fall colors. You don't mm-hmm. really get that in Texas, but mm, not a so lot. falling in Utah is great. Uh, road running or trail running? Trail by far. Mm. It's magic, isn't it? Dude. Incredible. And I feel like it's better for my joints, right? Like yeah. my don't joints talk to me on the road. And and it's just it's different. Like like we were talking about today at um the road the luckily the the ground was very frozen. You yeah. know. Um you have to really be focused on what you're doing. It brings you it brings you so much to the present. Mm-hmm. And you're going up a hill, breathing way hard, your legs are burning. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's like you're so right there in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. A lot of focus. Beautiful. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you're you welcome. for taking the time. My pleasure. Dr. Hen- Dr. Michael Henderson, uh, coming in from Texas. Appreciate it. We're going to have to do another one. We're definitely going to have to do honored. another one with different subjects that we no can problem. dive into. Uh, this has been a fascinating discussion. So thank you very much. My pleasure. And thank you, everyone, for joining for this episode with Dr. Michael Henderson of A Cup of Joe. Appreciate you being here. Encourage you to share this with someone that you feel could use this content. Uh, This has been a fascinating discussion. So thank you and make it a great day.